0: So so good to see you, and uh, I'm sorry I'm not Gideon, who is uh, at home with a really bad tooth infection, and he's pretty miserable. So I I uh, had good faith that he was going to be here, and uh, but he's not. So seven o'clock this morning. Okay, you're up to preach, Catherine. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> When I was 10 years old, I, um, I arrived at school. I, I got to be um, actually the chairman of the school council, the first girl ever at, at our school on the 100th um, centenary. And uh, that morning I arrived at school and the, the headmaster came and grabbed me and he said, Quick, you've got to write a speech we're welcoming Sir Arthur Porritt, who, <laughs> who was the Governor-General at that time, and he'd decided to pop in and visit the school. And so I had five minutes to prepare a speech when I was 10 years old for the Governor-General. I feel a little bit like that this morning. <laughs> yeah? Uh, so um, please bear with me. Um, but you know, it's really interesting because uh, on Tuesday morning, I really felt to, uh with the, with our staff team that we needed to start the year and be, be speaking about faith, and uh, walking in faith, and stepping into faith. And uh, you know, as we as we did that, you know, Gideon said to me this morning, "Oh, why don't you to, why don't you talk about that?" And I go like, oh, "Yeah, that that was yeah, good." <laughs> <But> <laughs> But anyway, um, I think faith is where it's at and we want to start this year talking about great faith and stepping into that because, you know, uh, faith that's not activated is not really anything, is it? We need something that's alive. So uh, would you pray with me? Father, I thank you that you are present here by the power of your Holy Spirit and welcome you, Wairuatapu, tapu, into this space and into this time. And all my words, and may they be of something that of, of eternal value, Lord, not just empty words. Uh, and I pray, Lord, that as I speak, there would be an activation in the Spirit, that we would be encouraged and emboldened and set alive and set on fire as we start 2022. As we put this as the, as the, as the flagstaff, Lord, we say right from the get-go, this is your year. Move powerfully, Lord. In Jesus' name. So Joss has already said to you that uh, we're going to be starting with 21 days of prayer and praise. Now it's really great because we've been able to uh, put together a number of uh, scripture verses and different things that you'll be able to follow along. Uh, If you want to follow that on the social medias and uh, on the apps, that's going to be pushed out. So Bible readings for the day, prayer emphasis for the day. Uh, And uh, yeah, we're excited about that. The goal this year is to focus on Jesus, right? Should be the goal every day, every year, right? But it's going to be our goal this year, and it's to prepare our hearts for the year, to realign our hearts with the purposes of God, to spend time with Jesus in prayer, to rise to another level of faith, and to expect great things from a great God. Who knows? We serve a great God. Can I get an amen? Yeah, yeah. Well, we we did some we did some gospel. We can do some, you know. Hallelujah! Right. <laughs> Good morning, Gideon. <laughs> but as, yeah, where's that organ gone? Man, that was awesome, Marlon. You made uh, half of Gideon's dreams come true in there. <laughs> But as we start, as we start, we want to look at um, some of the highlights from last year. And, you know, we we want to start with an attitude of gratefulness and thankfulness. And and as we start, we look at some of the blessings that we we saw last year. You know, we started last year with 21 days of prayer and fasting. And that was an awesome time. And then we got to go to the open heaven, wasn't it, in the town hall. So, I don't know, two and a half thousand Christians all gathering and worshipping Jesus together. It was amazing. Uh, Can't wait for those times again. And we saw last year, we saw new staff coming on board who are making big impact uh, in in our church life. Um, And it's fantastic to see them coming on board. Uh, We had a big team that went off to Easter camp, not only attending Easter camp, but we had a big team facilitating Easter camp. And uh, that's going to be uh, the same this year, and we're believing for a great number there, and uh, under Matt's um, leadership there. Uh, we had Kingdom Weekend with Martin Steele, and that was a, such a great weekend where we gotten so encouraged by our, in our faith. And then there was an amazing men's breakfast. We has got to establish healing rooms down at Te Puna Manawa, which was fantastic. That's been a dream for a long time. And we got to see people's lives touched and healed uh, as they were ministered to down there. And that's going to be something that we want to see built up a bit more this year. And we want to add into that um, prophetic appointments as we were uh, doing that in camp. And it was so much fun to, to see and um, yeah. Branch out uh, the team that minister uh, to homeless on a Thursday night. Uh, probably 40 to 50 every every Thursday night. They they gave out over 2,000 meals and I don't know a thousand care packages. Something really huge. Um, and we had the international food Fiesta with over 300 people here and I don't know food from probably 20 different. Uh, nations, which was fantastic. Uh, and it was just so good to celebrate the different uh, different nationalities. During this time, we've also, because we went into another lockdown, we've had to develop our online presence, and that's just continued to grow. Uh, Johnny's been taking a big lead in that, and that's been fantastic, building a good team. And then we've had the Bubble Dutch, which has been going on Wednesday nights. That's been a fun banter and discussion about faith and life. Uh, and then we have, we've had Alpha, we've had, we've run that, um, and we've got somebody here from Alpha this morning, and, and if she, I asked her if she didn't mind, but um, Eva's been one of the people who's been doing this last Alpha, and she actually gave her heart to the Lord on Christmas Eve, so it's uh, wonderful to have you here, Eva. Um, and then uh, we had the Alpha pre-marriage course, which we had over 30 people involved in. And then with Soul Tour. And then, of course, we had church camp. Woohoo! Uh, and we're so excited about church camp 2022. <laughs> yeah, so, but, you know, God is on the move. What He's done last year is nothing compared to what He wants to do this year. And... In uh, Ephesians, it says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. God is able to do so much more in 2022 more in your life, more in your family, more in your business more in our church, more in this nation, more. He's the God of increase. He's the God of more. Our theme this year is great faith. By faith, we appropriate these things. By faith, we bring heaven to earth. And by faith, the mountains move. We have received all authority. What would it look like for us to position ourselves in faith this year? What would it look like for us to step out into the things and the things that we haven't yet seen and we believe in God for? What would it look like? What would it look like in your family? What would it look like in your business? What would it look like in our church? By faith. The mountains are moved. What are the mountains in your life that you need to see moved this year? His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Faith is like a seed. We plant it in our heart and in our mind. And at the appointed time, God will give a mega harvest of what you need just when you need it. Colossians says, Let your roots go down deep into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. How do you grow in faith? So you can overflow with revelation, blessings and thankfulness. It's a process, isn't it? Smith Wigglesworth, the anointed English Bible teacher and healer, once said, how can one come to possess great faith? Now listen, here is the answer to that. First the blade, then the ear, then the full corn in the ear. Faith must grow by soil, moisture and exercise. Feed your faith. Feed your faith through the word. Kenneth Hagin said, faith begins where the will of God is known. And how do we know what the will of God is? Read your Bible. (laughs) Begin doing what it says and you'll have a growth spurt in faith. Do we take hold of the word of God and actually action it? By feeding on the Word, you never have to wonder or worry about what to do next. The Word of God is alive. It's like food that nourishes our souls. Our faith activates the Word. In John it says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring you to your remembrance all things that I said to you. You know the thing is, is that when we uh, commit our hearts to the Lord and we follow in faith and we step out and and what the Word says, our lives are never boring. I know someone, and, and every time I speak to them, I say, "How are you doing?" and they say, "Oh, same, same, bleep, different day. Same stuff, different day." How can that be as Christians? As Christians, our life's gonna be exciting. The proverb says that the life of the, of the godly person is, is very exciting. And I think that our lives, when we step out in faith and we agree with his word, that our life is anything but boring. We get to exercise our faith by our actions. First, what you do in life will be a reflection of what you've learnt. So what we do should reflect our belief, right? Faith must be in action or it will be inactive. It's a team effort. Knowing God's word is true and acting on it. By faith, we receive the words and we activate them. John 8 says, I tell you the things which I have seen and learned at my father's side and your actions also reflect what you've heard and learned from your father. And then speak to your faith To make it grow, how many times do we speak about our problems rather than speak to our problems? When we're speaking about our problems, we're sowing doubt and and discouragement. But when we're speaking to our problems, we're speaking faith and we're speaking life and we're opening up the door for God's purposes to be released as we speak into them. 1 Timothy says those helpers who do their work well win for themselves a good standing and are able to speak boldly about their faith in Christ. Your boldness and your faith will open doors of opportunity for you. Are you speaking life or are you speaking death? And free your faith from negativity. Feed your faith and starve your doubts. Matthew says, and Jesus told them, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and don't doubt, you can do things like this and much more. You can even say to this mountain, May you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. When doubt leaves our life, we are presented with unlimited opportunities and believing the impossible as possible. What is something that you have done that looked impossible? and you you took hold of it, and as you partnered with God in faith and he partnered with you, what did you see happen? See, the thing is, with faith, it means that we've got to go out on a limb and get out of our comfort zone. We've got to be uncomfortable. I tell you, when Gideon and I started Harmony Church, we were really uncomfortable. We went from being in... One of the biggest churches in New Zealand at that time, to twenty meeting with 20 people in a school hall. But we had a faith. We had a belief that God was going to do something amazing. God was going to grow something amazing. And, you know, if we'd walked by sight and not, not by faith, we would not be here today. What is it that you're wanting to see happen and that you need to step out into? What is it that you're needing to believe God for? For with God, nothing is ever impossible, and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of a fulfillment But without faith, it's impossible to please and to be satisfactory to him. For whoever would come near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he is the rewarder of those who earnestly and diligently seek God. And then we share it with others. Do you want to know how you can understand and receive every blessing God has for you? The answer is found in Philemon As you share the faith you have in common with others, I pray that you may come to have a complete knowledge of every blessing we have in Christ. This year, we want to see a harvest. We want to see an increase. We want to see a multiplication. What would it look like if everybody in this room shared their faith with one other person? Just one other person. Just one. Just one this year, just one. What would that look like? And as I speak that out, I just want you right now to picture in your mind's eye one person that you could start to pray for and you could start to share with someone who does not know Jesus yet. Who is that one person that you could invite along to church or just start building that friendship with? How good would that be by the end of next, this year that that one person is here in the room with you? How good would that be? Faith is believing that God is going to take you places before you even get there. The author of the Chicken Soup book said, Your belief determines your action and your action determines your results. But first you have to believe. And then back back to Smith Wigglesworth, another quote I love. Fear looks. Faith jumps. Faith never fails to obtain its object. If I leave you as I found you, I am not God's channel. I am not here to entertain you but to get you to a place where you can laugh at the impossible. What impossible situation are you facing? I bet you don't feel like laughing at it right now. But imagine coming into that place of faith that you can laugh because it's kind of impossible. And that's really where I was at seven o'clock this morning. (laughs) do you need a miracle in your life? And do you need a miracle? As we start this year, each day we have a prayer focus on faith. Today is faith for the impossible. But God is the God of miracles. He's the God of the possible. What could it look like if we set aside a little extra time in the next 21 days? Maybe skip a meal or uh, cut back on screen time or take some extra time to pray? What could that look like? Today, we dedicate our lives to the Lord for 2022. We consecrate our lives for the mission he has for us. It's exciting days ahead, guys. Don't let people tell you it's not. It's exciting days ahead, because every day that we choose to walk with Jesus, that we walk in faith, it's an exciting day. The future is bright. Our future is bright. And we know that prayer changes things. It moves the heart of God, it moves the hand of God, and it actually moves our hearts to believe what God has already provided for us. Where are the places that you're actually grateful and thankful for what God's doing? Do you even notice it? So I, at the beginning of the year, um, <clears throat> I went down to the warehouse and I bought a gratitude journal. And um, I thought, oh yeah, this is gratitude journal. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, it's got a space, three lines every day where I can write three things that I'm grateful for and that I've, you know, seen a, answered a prayer for. Do you know, in that journal, Already I've seen so many answered prayers that if I hadn't have written it down, I actually wouldn't have noticed. Because, you know, life goes on and you get on to the next thing and then you think, oh, yeah. And then you think back, oh, actually... And as even, even as I've read through the last two weeks, I've seen so many answers to prayer, so many places where God moved. And so I, the, the gratefulness has produced more gratefulness because I'm seeing like, oh, actually, God, you're doing amazing things. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Do you notice when God moves in your life? When we start praying and praising, we align our hearts with God's heart. Our our faith activates what God has already provided. And we join our faith with God, revival, and awakening in Christchurch, New Zealand. In James, it says, Tremendous power is released through the passionate, heartfelt prayer of a godly believer. It's time to pray and praise. It's time to focus on Jesus. It's time to build expectations for 2022. It's time to believe for so much more this year. Why don't you write it down? We can't measure what we haven't written down. Sometimes we just need to be able to measure it. Write down what are your expectations? What are your hopes? What are your dreams for this year? I'm not into New Year's resolutions, no but I am into writing uh, writing down words of faith and expectation for what I want to see, see happen in my life. It's time to reach lost people. It's time for kingdom impact in our society. Let's come together in faith and expectation for God to move and power in us and through us this year. Hebrews 11 one says, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's the substance of heaven. It's the reality of heaven. And we will see this in our lives and our nation. Are we going to believe this? Are we going to receive this? We can so easily get bogged down with, you know, negative stuff. But let's purge ourselves from that. And instead, choose to stand in faith and choose to stand the, and, and receive and believe the good reports that God has for us, for our world, for our community. It's by faith that we manifest this in our lives. Uh, last week, <coughs> there was uh, the Australian Prophetic um, Meeting, uh, which I would normally go to, I've gone to for the last four, or five years, and obviously I can't get there this year. But as part of that, one of the words that was released was uh, by one of the first peoples from Australia. And actually four hours before the eruption in Tonga, she spoke about uh, God, let me get it right, um, about God releasing the sound of his voice in New Zealand in the South Pacific Islands. And while the enemies tried to shut down and stagnate, God is about to burst open. He's about to burst open a the well. These are the exact words. He's about to erupt a volcanic eruption in the spirit. This was four hours before the Tongan um, eruption. And it went on to say, You're once leaders in the things of the spirit across your own land and the nations of the world, and I'm bringing a new people. Um, like the noise of the flame of fire that devours the stubble and the enemy as a strong people set in battle there's an army arising out of New Zealand and then and there's an army arising out of the South Pacific Islands I want to be part of that army do you what's it going to take for you to be part of that army this year The well is opening in our land and the well is opening and it's not just going to be a well but an ocean. He's about to erupt a volcanic eruption in the spirit and bring healing to their land. Our focus this week in the 21 days is faith in God, his presence. God is the source of everything. He is the wellspring of life and he wants to burst open in all our lives and in our nature. So today we want to dedicate ourselves to God. We want to consecrate ourselves to his purpose and to be set apart for this mission for this year, to rise in faith. Music team can come up. Thanks. And as we rise in faith, we come back to the elements of communion and we start there because we always start with Jesus Our lives and our church are built on the foundation of Jesus. The bread is his body, which has been broken for us. And the juice is his blood, which has been poured out for us. Just going to pray now. God, today we commit ourselves to your purposes for 2022. We dedicate our lives to you. We acknowledge that you are the source of our lives, the well which we drink from. Your Holy Spirit is our guide. May faith arise.